Welcome to the Ed Newsstand Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Reynolds. This is season four, episode 12 of the podcast. And let me be the last to wish you a happy new year. We're still looking at ways to create dynamic presentations, and this episode has resources to help you create color palettes. This week's episode is all about how to match your text colors to colors in your pictures to create a dynamic color scheme. In TikTok Tech, Catherine Coyle from At Classroom Creations gives you a website to help engage your students and increase their scores in math. In Tech Refresh, At Classroom Creations is back to show you how to save your printouts as a PDF. The episode is back to a normal length, but we've got a lot to get to, so let's not waste any more time. Let's dive in. Less resources this week when we are talking about creating dynamic presentations, but just as impactful. But before we get to those things under presentations then and talking about color palettes, let's talk about TikTok tech. And you can see Classroom Creations has both our TikTok tech and our tech refresh. Uh, but in TikTok tech, she demonstrates a website called 99Math. And it's similar to Kahoot. It's just that it's all about uh, math and, and getting your students engaged and increasing scores using their website. Let's go check out that website. Very simple setup, free for teachers uh, to sign up and use the website. So if you scroll down on 99math.com, you can see students can play with excitement on any of their devices, whether it's Chromebooks, iPads, their cell phone, whatever you need them to play on, they can play on. Uh, you can invite your students to play in real time or you can assign it as individual practice through a homework in your learning management system. And then finally, students can see the results and the progress and understand where they are strong and then what other skills they need to focus on because that is almost key with a lot of these online games. You do want to be able to see the analytics. You, you want to play it for fun and engage the students, but at the same time, you do want to see where maybe some of their learning deficiencies are or where some of their strengths are so you know how to facilitate some of that learning for them specifically in math. So let's look at how we can use 99Math and what 99Math looks like from the teacher's perspective and the student's perspective. Once you get into 99Math, this is the dashboard that you're going to see before you can get a game started. You can look at the different games based on curriculum skill or fact fluency. Over on the left-hand side in the top corner, you can choose the grade that, you're, that you want to work with, and then you can also choose the topic that you want to work with. This just defaulted to grade 6, decimal, plus and minus. Uh, so that's fine by me. It doesn't matter. Uh, then you can scroll down and specifically pick what you want the students to do. You can also customize your skill based on what you want them to do. Compare, subtract, order, however you want them to work with decimals. So let's, we'll just do compare decimals to the tenths place, and I'm going to hit start practice. Now you can choose whether you want to do a live game or whether you want it to be a self-paced assignment. I'm going to do live game because I would like you to see what it looks like from the student's perspective. How long do I want the practice to last for? Three minutes sounds great to me. Students open up to 99math.io. They enter their game code, same as they would do with Kahoot or Quizzes or Blookit, any of those websites. I'm sure all of your students have played these games at one point or another, but they just open up to this website and they put in their game code. The one thing about 99Math that you need to know is that you had, need to have a minimum of three players logging in to be able to play the game. So I've logged in as myself three different times. You can see the usernames at the bottom like you would with any of these online games. And then I'm just going to start the practice. I can do a demo game if I want. I can give a video overview to the students, especially if it's the first time that they are playing. But let's just start the practice. It's going to be three rounds for the students to play. They're going to solve on their device. I actually have the leaderboard going on right here so I can show the live leaderboard and I'll show you from the student perspective. 
So now I'm on the student perspective. I just look at this information and as the student, I pick what I want and it just continues to go through. Each one that I get correct is worth 10 points and I can just go at whatever pace that I am comfortable going at. From the teacher perspective, you can see here that there is the live leaderboard and from the questions that I've answered, you can see that currently uh, Troy51 is in the lead. Students do not have the same answers uh, on their quiz, so they are going to get different questions as they move through, so they can't look at their neighbor's screen to answer the exact same questions in the exact same order. So round one is all done because we've gone through the 60 seconds. You can see that there's 70 points for this player. If I go back to my dashboard, I've got round one is finished. I can see where students are at after the first round, and now the second round is going to start. Now that the game is complete, this is the dashboard and the analytics that I get. So you can see that I have uh, Troy 51 is in first place. You can see the score. Second place, Troy 53 with the score. And then the honorable mentions, those that finished in places three through five, you, they, those students will show up in the honorable mentions. You also are given a recognition for accuracy. So 52 had a 100% accuracy. If I want to see the report of the game, I can click on see report. Here's the report. It shows me that player one got 32 out of 32 correct. Player two had 94%. If I hover over the 94%, I can see exactly which ones they got wrong and how quickly they were answering their questions. So it kind of tells me how long it took them. So as I was switching between some of my uh, different people who were playing, you can see that it lasted a little bit longer. The wait time was a little bit longer. But you can see how quickly students are getting it just by looking at their accuracy and how quickly they are answering the questions one by one. If I go to the student screen, I can scroll down and I can see as the student, I can see my stats. I can see how quickly I answered the questions, where I might need to improve because it took me a little bit longer to answer that question, and then maybe some of the ones that I got wrong. This player got a few wrong. Down at the bottom, you can see where to improve, and that's because some of them took a little bit longer to answer, but I can see on the ones I need to improve and the ones that I got incorrect have the little red line underneath them. This is 99 math. If you want to play again, you can play the same game again, or you can head back to the dashboard and pick another skill that you want the students to play with. I think 99 math has a lot of potential for you in the classroom, especially during your math time. And if you really want to take three minutes or five minutes and hit hard on some areas for your students to engage them quickly and increase their fluency, I think this is a great way to do that. Plus you can see exactly how quickly the students recognize the information, especially if you need them to memorize addition, subtraction, multiplication, or division facts. This is a great way for you to start doing that. Next in Tech Refresh, Classroom Creations, through their quick video, she'll show you how to uh, print your document or your website as a PDF. So for example, if I go up to File and Print, when the dialog box pops up, if you choose under Destination, this is in Chrome. So in the Destination part, you do the little dropdown, and then you click Save as PDF. When you click save as PDF, you can ch choose exactly which page that you want to print. So maybe you don't want the whole document. Maybe you only want page eight because that's the one that you need to print or that's the one that you need to send to a student or to a parent. But you do save as PDF, choose the exact page or all pages that you want to download. And then when you click save, it's going to pop up exactly where it's going to ask you, where do you want to save this document on your computer? Do you want to save it in your documents, in your downloads, on your desktop? And then the document is automatically saved as a PDF. A very simple trick for you to be able to print documents or print websites or print Google Slides, whatever you need to print. If you want to save it as a PDF, you can exactly pick the page that you want or all the pages, 
and convert that to a PDF. Now that we've covered TikTok Tech and Tech Refresh, let's get into Presentation Zen and our color palettes. This week, I have four resources that will help you generate the perfect color scheme uh, through the different color palettes that you can generate from these different websites. First website we are looking at is coolers.co. You can create perfect palettes or get inspired by thousands of beautiful color schemes already on their website. So I have a screenshot of what their website looks like, but then the little C logo for coolers will take you to their Chrome extension. Let's look at that first. So when you add the Chrome extension to your Google Chrome, it will generate palettes directly in your browser tab. So what it does is when you click on new tab, the new tab automatically uses coolers as the new tab. It doesn't open to Google search. It creates a browser tab for coolers and then will generate a beautiful color palette for you from that. So if you if that's something that you want, you can certainly use it in your Chrome browser um, and then just press the space bar to generate different color schemes. And if you like the color schemes, you can um, pull out the hex code and then use that in your different presentations. So since I have coolers enabled in my Chrome browser, when I open it up here, it says the page was changed by the coolers for Chrome extension. Do I want to keep it or do I want to change it back? For now, I'll keep it. And you can see down here, it generated a color palette for me and I can easily grab the hex code, which is at the bottom. It will tell me the color that it is. And then I can use this hex code anywhere that I like. If I press the space bar, it will automatically generate a new color palette for me and I can go through the space bar as many times as I want generating all the different color schemes that I want for my coolers. This is the coolers website. Super awesome, super easy to start using. Uh, you can, I talked about the Chrome extension. There is an Adobe add-on app that you can have and use. There's also an iOS app. So if you wanna use it on your phone or you wanna use it on your iPad, you can download the app uh, on those devices as well. To get started, you can easily click start generator or you can explore trending palettes. Let's click explore trending palettes. These are the palettes that are currently trending on their website. You can see how many different times they've been saved. I can open them up and it gives me the hex colors of all of these different palettes that I would like. If I click on the three dots underneath, I can open the generator. I can copy the URL, view the palette, save the palette or export the palette. If you sign up for a free account, you can save these palettes in your account to revisit at a later date. Once I click generate on the coolers website in the top uh, right corner, it's going to do the same thing that the coolers extension did, but then I have some other options uh, on the toolbar. So up at the top, I have the three dots, which I can again, generate the method, look at the luminance map, view as a gradient. I can upload an image to generate my own palette from there, which we'll do in just a minute. If I'm colorblind, I have the little glasses. It will click and it will show me colorblindness. I can adjust the palettes a little bit through the hue, the saturation, the brightness, and the temperature. I can export the palette, save the palette. And then if I click on the little sideways hamburger or hot dog in a bun, if you will, I can look at all the saved palettes that I might have used or saved on the coolers website. In the top right-hand corner under the more dropdown, you have the color picker, pick a palette from a photo, create a collage, make a gradient palette, create a gradient, explore gradients, or contrast checker. The only thing that I'm gonna show you now left on this website is how to generate a color palette from a photo. Very easy to do when I'm on the website and it says image picker, it just asks me to browse an image. So I'm gonna find an image on my computer. So I've uploaded my image. The image is of me at a Nashville Sounders game with all of these characters that ran around the bases in a race, major singers in the Nashville area. Uh, it picked Dolly Parton's hair as the color palette. If I click on some of these other colors, it will show you the different colors 
of in the image so we've got the hair we've got some uh, the background color the jacket um, and the night sky so it's generated a palette based on this I can move this stuff around and it will find different colors and generate different colors on uh, based on the image itself you can see it's moving very rapidly uh, I can browse for another image if I'm happy with this or I can choose to export this so open the generator view the palette let's I like this let's just view the palette so here's my hex color I can just click to copy I don't have to um, highlight just one click with my mouse will get it over to me and then I'm good to go let's say I want to use this yellow in my Google Slides presenta presentation so I will click to copy that hex color has now been copied I'm gonna go back over to my Google Slides presentation and use this hex color in my presentation so I've got my I'm in my presentation let's just change the color of this coolers word at the top so I go up to my paint bucket my fill color in this case if you have text it's gonna show up a little bit differently but I'm using word art so I'm gonna click on my fill color then under custom I'm gonna click the plus and then I'm just gonna paste in my hex color and it automatically generates it to that yellow color now it changed the color of the coolers to yellow for the fill but I also want to change my border color because I've already added the color I just have to click on the color that I've already added and then you can see now that it has changed the word coolers from the blue that I had used to the yellow in Dolly Parton's hair from my Nashville Sounders picture a great easy way for you to use hex colors and to find and generate your presentations based on a color scheme around an image that you have found that you've put into your presentation by doing this you can really create um, really dynamic themes for your presentation and not necessarily build your presentations um, slide by slide you can have a larger theme built around a color scheme starting with maybe the picture that I showed you here or whatever pictures you're going to be using in your presentation next let's look at a color.adobe.com this is Adobe's color website so you can generate your own themes through Adobe's website now this is great you can see on the left hand side I can do different color harmonies so I can have analogous monochromatic uh, triad complementary split complementary double complementary square compound shades and then I can do a custom if I want to as well so the awesome thing is here when I click on these different color harmonies it's going to change the exact uh, choices that I get so let's go with analogous I can move my swatches around and it automatically changes the complementary colors that I get or the analogous colors that I get with my presentation I can also take different hex colors and I can paste them in so if I don't like this yellow if I paste in the yellow and I hit return it's going to change so now I've used the yellow from Dolly Parton's hair it changes the analogous color scheme based on that specific color yellow if I want it to be complementary let's change the orange to the yellow again hit return and it's going to automatically change complementary changes all my colors and again at the bottom gives me the hex color for all the complementary colors that I might need so if you are building a presentation template or a scheme you're gonna have all your hex colors right here that you can put into maybe a Google Slides or a PowerPoint or a keynote presentation another thing that the Adobe website does that that coolers did as well is it will extract color from an image and create a color palette for you so let's try it with that same Nashville Sounders image that I used before so you can see I put the picture in here it generated the colors based the same as the coolers website did it shows you exactly where it is pulling the colors from and the colors that you've got so I can extract different moods for this picture so I, this one is colorful 
I can do bright, muted, deep, dark, or none. Let's see what the dark looks like. So again, changes it. What does muted look like? I've got that. So you can choose all of these different images. And again, at the bottom, I can just easily copy my hex color and it's copied to my clipboard. I can go back over to Adobe uh, to my presentation and let's change the color of that. So I copied the gray. I've got color.adobe.com. Go up to the fill color, choose the plus, paste in the hex code, say okay. I'm gonna do the same thing for the line style. And there is the Adobe color changed very, very quickly. The next website we will look at is Palaton.com. So Palaton, very easy to use. Um, right now it's just one color showing me kind of a deeper red. I'm gonna go down here to the base color and I'm gonna paste in that yellow color from the Nashville Sounders game. Now you can see it's got the yellow color and if I go up in the, on the top here, right above the color wheel, I can choose how I'm gonna get color. So now it's giving me adjacent colors. So again, very simple. If I hover over it, then I'm gonna get the hex color for that code. I can choose the third option, which is the triad. It's gonna give me multiple colors to pick from. Again, I just hover over and um, I've got my hex color. So right here, if I click on that purple color and I scroll down just a little bit, I'm going to be able to find my hex color, which is the RGB hex color. So I click on it, I copy this purple, and now I have that color. The other option is there's triad four color. And finally, there is the free style four color. So I can move this circle around and get these colors that maybe match up. So if I choose, want to choose something else, maybe I want a, uh, an aquamarine or a blue or a peach. I've got all of those easy for me to, with the free to, to roll around and find the exact colors that I might want. So again, very simple website to work with. Um, gives you the colors and the hex colors very, very simply, but also allows you to change how the colors interact with one another. The last website we will look at is Canva Color Palette. So if you are a user of Canva and a lover of Canva like I am, then you maybe have already seen this or used this. But if you haven't, this resource is maybe going to be a game changer for you. So here's Canva's website. They have these donut, this donut picture on their website right now. They are telling you the exact color that they are using. Very simple to grab the color. If I want the pink, I just click copy. Now it's copied the hex color. I get a little check mark. I can also upload my own image to get a color palette generated. So for the third time, we're using that same color just so you can see what these different websites look like using the same image. Now I've got the pictures and the colors that it's telling me it's using from the image. So there's donkey brown, there's mirage, there's nutmeg, and there's bonjour. So easy for me to grab those color images. Uh, let's go with the nutmeg. I like that. Easy clicked. And, and now I get the check mark and the uh, color hex code has been copied. If you have a Canva account and you are actually in there creating, the color palette picker will actually work directly in Canva. So for example, now here, I'm just going to create a fake Canva template for Instagram, right? So I'm in here, I've got my text down at the bottom, my Nashville sounders. If I highlight Nashville and I go up to my text because I want to change the color, what's going to happen is, there you go, photo colors. And it gives you the exact hex color of the picture that it pulled out. So when we went back to the uh, Canva color picker, these were the colors that it pulled out. So if I want to use the red, it will pull out the red. If I want to go down to Sounders and I want to pull out the yellow, now it pulls those out. And those colors match exactly to the colors that were pulled out in the uh, Canva color picker right on the website that we were on. But now what I've done is I've logged into Canva 
and I'm using it directly as I'm creating my presentation or my Instagram post or my Google header, whatever you're going to use. So if you have your Bitmoji or you have your Memoji and you want to match your colors to the outfit that you're wearing across the top with your name in Canva, easy to use the color picker and pull those colors directly out. You don't have to copy a hex code. It's going to grab those images and it doesn't matter how many images you're using. When you go over to the side and you're trying to match the colors, it will look at all the images in your uh, whatever you're trying to create in Canva and give you the palettes of those images. It's not just one image. It get, pulls all the images uh, in your little presentation or uh, whatever you're trying to create in Canva. As I mentioned before, only a few resources, but so much information um, and such powerful tools depending on the resource that you're using. If you are a user of Google Slides, PowerPoint, Keynote, um, you know, coolers, Adobe, Palaton, going to be great. If you are a Canva user, the color picker is already built directly into the uh, Canva portal. So figure out what works best for you. Go from there. Uh, but you can't go wrong using any of the tools. That's it for this episode of the Ed Newsstand podcast. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast or watching the video version on YouTube because I know your time is valuable. Please check out the resources in this week's newsletter about color palettes. I really encourage you to check out all the resources from coolers.co, color.adobe.com, palaton.com, and the Canva color palette on canva.com. A huge thank you to Catherine Coyle from at Classroom Creations for her wonderful introduction to 99math.com in TikTok Tech and for reminding us how to save something we'd like to print as a PDF in our tech refresh segment. For more EdTech resources, you can follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Reynolds Troy and on Instagram and TikTok at Ed Newsstand. If you're listening on any podcast platform and would like to hear more, please like and subscribe to receive updates and have any new episode automatically downloaded for you. You can also revisit my previous episodes on any major podcasting platform like Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Google Podcasts. You can also check out the video version of my podcast over on my YouTube channel and check out any of the other video resources I have available. If you'd like to download my app to have my podcast and newsletters right on your smart device, please check it out at ednewsstand.glideapp.io and save it to your home screen. If you don't want the app but would like to check out my resources, please visit my website at ednewsstand.weebly.com. This is Troy Reynolds, and this is the Ed Newsstand Podcast, hoping you were able to take away at least one idea for your classroom. Please be safe. Until next time.